0: It's like a dream of mine to, to completely blow out and like have to restructure my knee.
1: We've communicated yeah. and said, you know what? Lion tastes good. Let's go get some more lion. Cindy!
0: The TV's leaking! McLovin?
1: Yeah. Today is Thomas Cup's birthday, and this is Project X. Yo!
0: <laughs> wow, that was um, that was a song. I enjoyed that. Couldn't tell you what it's called. Uh, actually, I could. No, it's gone now. I wouldn't have been able to pronounce it regardless. That's on me. Let me get my notes set up here. Uh, you're listening to Birdcore. I'm your host, uh, Sam Bird, as always. I have not changed. This is not an alias. This is me. It's me here. I'm here. And as always, I'm joined by uh, my my good old producer, Kit. Kit, how are you? Absolutely exhausted. Can you elaborate? We decided at like 12.45 a.m. that we were going to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to the gym right away. Mm-hmm. And get all of our hard work done and be responsible human beings. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did. Um, and oddly enough, at the gym today... We ran into uh, today's guest, and uh, there was not, that was not scheduled. That was all by chance. We just happened to be at gym at like 7.30 in the morning at the same time. Uh, today's guest, he is a student at uh, Toronto Metropolitan University. He is a designer, a model, a DJ, an entrepreneur, photographer, director. My God, he does it all, and he's sitting right across from me, Parker Murchison. How are you?
1: Dude, what's going on?
0: Yeah, I pronounced your name right, right? Yeah, you we, it. we had to practice before we went on. Yeah, we had
1: to do a few like rehearsals, but like, we're yeah. good now. It was yeah. a pretty like electric intro. I'm feeling feeling really
0: good. Yeah, I'm a you up. Yeah, I yeah. got that all: designer, model, DJ, entrepreneur, photographer, director.
1: I think you threw some things in. I don't even know if I really. Did, but I like love it.
0: What, what I would I have? It. What would I have? Th- what here do you do? You say is mostly thrown in.
1: I'd say, I don't know. Maybe director, photographer. I guess yeah. I could do those things. So never mind. They were all good. I, I'm a product photographer, not a real
0: photographer. Yeah, okay. I was I was considering putting product photographer, but technically, whether you're taking pictures of products or feet or whatever it is, you're still a photographer. Yeah, we don't
1: judge.
0: No, we don't. You got your notes out.
1: Yeah, you just to write something down. <laughs> oh, really? Just in case we're like having a long conversation, like, oh, I want to come back to that. Something yeah, yeah you know, know yeah. Note.
0: Well, I always do look back at these, and I find, like, what's going to be best for, like, clips, like, for reels and stuff like that. <laughs> so, But feel free to, to note it down. Cool. If you need to, just be like, Sam, what time is it? Like, yep. what time of the recording was this at? Yeah. yeah,
1: make sure we're all on the same page.
0: Exactly, yeah. So um, I know that some of you listening, you know Parker. Some of you listening, um, Liam in particular, and Leo, if you guys are listening, you live with Parker. Um, and uh, Parker, I met you. Uh, I kind of knew who you were. I think oddly enough, we were in BSM 100 together back on Zoom. Whoa, yeah, because I recognized, I recognized your face and your hair. I remember seeing your hair on Zoom, and I was like, that guy has a nice head of hair, dude.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah? It's one of my funny features.
0: It's the curls, dude. Um, and so I've kind of known who you are for a while, and then we met, uh, like we kind of officially met. I think it would have been last uh semester is when we kind of got closer because you were shooting. A new campaign video for your brand secretaries yeah. um secretaries how do you how do you describe it because from what i understand it's more than just a fashion like clothing brand to you right. correct
1: yeah um i think the reason so i guess the easiest way to understand the brand is to understand kind of where it comes from so i grew up in halifax um and there's a big nightlife culture in halifax like a big and it has been for decades and my dad uh, lived there, and he used to DJ at this club, or this bar, called Secretaries. So um, that's kind of where the name comes from. And the club is, like, done now. It's closed down. But uh, the name kind of stuck with me, um, just, like, they hearing different stories and stuff. Um, now the building is, like, torn down. Like, there's nothing left. The club is rubble at this oh, point. Oh, wow, really? I think it's an apartment complex. Real shame. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so that's kind of where that comes from. So a big part of the brand is, like, nightlife. Um, so we do, like, a lot of events and parties. Um, so it's kind of like a combination of, like, clothing and then parties and events um, that kind of give the clothing context is kind of how I best describe it. And it's, like, really fun, um, high quality, but, like, very silly clothes that are, like, fun to wear.
0: Right. Yeah. And a lot of your, like, a lot of yours have, I noticed there's a slogan usually that's, that's attached with either your event or that that particular drop. Um, like, when, when it was the rodeo, it was uh, I Survived the Secretary's Rodeo. Yes, yeah. And that was very cool because that drop well that's when we met is when yes. um it was it was Corey who produced that, correct? Corey uh Pittman shout out Corey produced that the video boy. and um and he was the one who casted me in that as the cowboy. Yeah. And then it was all rodeo themed. It was at Rockin' Horse, which has the mechanical ball. Um that's a smart way. That's a that's a smart way of marketing. B. That's a smart way of making people remember your brand. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's associated with. It's it's the, it, like what you were saying. It's like associate the line is associated with the event that that goes with it. It all kind of yeah. like falls into. It place. gives the
1: clothing the context, and I think that like that event honestly is so funny because, I think it was. It did really well, and I think people saw a lot of that content that hadn't seen the brand before, and they just just think it's, like, a Western brand, which is, like, awesome. I think that's hilarious, Um, because it's not just that. That was just, like, one aspect. I actually just had watched this movie, um, and I was like, oh, that's so funny. It was, like, uh, Urban Cowboy with John Travolta. Crazy movie. Very, like, ridiculous concept. It's, like, he's, like, this hot cowboy that moves into town, and then there's, like, a bull riding competition, and in the end, he wins the girl. Um, very, like, 80s movie vibes. Uh, But it was really funny, and I was like, that would be a really funny, um..." and it was based off this old country bar in Texas that existed, and, like, they kept the branding in the movie, so that's kind of where the the whole concept for the drop came out, and I used, like, a lot of their, like, posters and designs as, like, inspiration for, like, what I was doing with my flyers and stuff, Um, and, yeah, that's kind of, like, where the context and ideas for that event came, and then I was like, I got to find a fucking mechanical bull. Yeah. Um, And that was the only one in a bar in the GTA. The other ones were like, you'd have to rent it and like drive it down from Mississauga, and it was $8,000 or something. And I was like, I'm good. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, lucked out.
0: I guess that's why Rockin' Horse is always so busy. There's always a huge line. It's because it's the only mechanical bull in the the city. It's the only one. The other one's in,
1: um, shout out to Liam, again, in Hamilton. Oh, okay. There's a mechanical bull there.
0: That's Kit's hometown, too. (laughs) Kit's a Hamilton boy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: 905.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought 905 was like Mississauga cuz there are a bunch are of scarbies. No. But what's the 905 basketball team? That's in that's in Toronto. But it, is it not associated with Scarborough? I'm no.
1: <laughs> not the source on this. No,
0: Scarborough has their own team, Scarborough Shooting Stars.
1: Yeah, they have the hats. But that's a different
0: league. Oh, so they not so what's the 905ers?
1: It's like the Raptors development team, right? Yeah, or I, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, That's G League. I don't know where they're based though.
0: Okay. You, I, I'm not a local. I don't know these things. Yeah, please do. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll we'll check it out after.
0: Yeah, so you're from Halifax. You don't have like a Maritimer's accent.
1: No, no, oh, I don't. Halifax is pretty like doesn't really have that. But also at the same time, I have friends that definitely have like yeah. a strong Nova Scotia accent. And it kind of like yeah, I never was someone who had it really strong. But depends how much you played hockey. I feel like. Uh, Did you play hockey? Oh well, when I was I was like 11, and then I just oh, really? that that uh, it was not for me. Really? <laughs> yeah
0: that's 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 early to to stop i think but at least you knew that at 11 you had enough of a developed conscience at 11 years old yeah. to be like i'm not gonna play hockey yeah
1: i was like why am i waking up and go at like because when you're young the practices are so early yeah i was waking up and it's freezing and skates are uncomfortable and i was like dude i could just be at home sleeping and then play minecraft like, all day are you a gamer i was yeah at the time. yeah now i now i'm not but i was
0: okay i do you, you don't play fortnite I know the new Fortnite's back. I'm not a Fortnite no, guy. You definitely got
1: me there. I've been playing a little bit of Fortnite. <laughs> a little bit of right? Fortnite. This guy's playing in Fortnite.
0: Kit's been playing Fortnite. Producer Kit has been staying up all night playing Fortnite.
1: With yeah, Liam, we're... friend of the program. Yeah,
0: friend of the program. <laughs> yeah. Friend of the pod. Yeah, I think Liam's listening right now. Liam texted me. Said, "Somebody turn up Parky Boys mic."
1: Oh, am I talking too quiet? Should I maybe really I think get in
0: there? Uh, is it good now?
1: I feel like I've been like leaning away from the mic, which maybe, probably yeah. hasn't been helping. It could be. No, I think you're good now. Um,
0: so. I want to touch back on the Halifax thing for one more second. And I this is one question because my dad is is he's fr- from out east. How do your parents are both parents from Halifax by the way?
1: Well, my dad's actually from PEI okay, um, and then my mom's from New Brunswick, Grand Falls. Okay. How do they say car? <laughs> do they say car? Yeah. They say car. Yeah. yeah? And I do Two, two certain, like, yeah, I definitely still say car, like, a little bit the regular, but the longer I'm in Toronto, the less I say it like that. And then if I'm home for a bit, I kind of start saying it, like, back Because like, when I was in res, I was just getting made fun of it first year. I was like, what? You guys don't say supper either. That one throws me off. I say supper, well, as opposed to what, like dinner? Dinner. Yeah. I, I got that a lot. Oh, Okay. That's the yes. only one that, those are the only two that I really got. But Carr was definitely one where they were like, what the fuck? Why do you say it like that? <laughs> yeah, my,
0: Every time my, my dad says it, he's from New Brunswick, I always make fun of him. And I have a coworker who also is from out east and says car, and we all make fun of her too. That's just how it goes. Dude, it's tough out oh here. It's tough out here being a Maritimer. I guess so. It is beautiful out east, though. Dude, so I've been since awesome. I was like five, but... I know it's nice. My grandma's out there, and she's getting old, so I should probably go. You should probably tap it. It's one of those, yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, I'll come this summer, and then oh. uh, I'll come next summer, and then one day it's going to be like, I'll come that oh she's not—oh, oh, yeah. No. okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, like, want to get back there. Plus, like, it's a pretty fun place to visit, to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah it's a good time. I, I definitely—it's definitely, like, a more—no, mm, very fun place to go out, but not as fun as Toronto, but still very fun. I didn't know that there was there was nightlife there. In Halifax, yeah. Really? It's really fun. <laughs> Can you compare it to the nightlife in Toronto? Um It's so dramatically different. Um like I think a good example is like guest list is just not a thing there. Like no one's heard of guest list. Oh really? It's just like come on in? Yeah. There's like one guest list at this place called Boomers, but it's like it's like I don't remember what they call it, but it's like it's not guest list. It's like Boomers Premium. And it's just like just attractive women. <laughs> oh,
0: it's not like a boomers.
1: It's only. a general. Like you get boomers. Like member. I don't remember where the name is, but it's so funny. It's like you get a membership basically. R- do you have? And to the bouncers like know who the girls are. Oh, really? The they girls all get a plus one. That's like the list, and then they get to skip the line. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's shitty place, but it's yeah. fun when you're 18, that's 19. Good. There's no skipping lines over here. No, no. no there's yeah, but yeah, that's no crazy. guest list there. Okay, so that's cool. fun. Everyone just waits in line. And your family's all still out there, eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's still out there. Do you have siblings? Sorry, I'm just I gonna... do. No, it's, yeah, I have a little brother. He's, um, he's kind of like the opposite of me. He plays hockey. He goes to St. Fx. He's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that's a ridiculous school for
0: partying. Like, there's the nightlife, St. Fx, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. They have fun.
1: Yeah, he just, um, yeah, he's been sending me a few videos of some recent uh, parties they've been having, and I think they've definitely been having, uh, definitely been having fun. Yeah. Okay. I'll need a visit at least once before he graduates, but. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah. Um, so, your dad used to DJ at this nightclub that burned down. That might be an apartment complex now that we're not sure. Yes, definitely is an apartment complex now. And you also DJ. I know that. I've yes. I've been to a few of um, your he sets.
1: Set. Heard a few train wrecks.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> not train wrecks at all, actually. It, it's pretty impressive. I feel like everybody in the grandmother's a DJ now, but I respect the people who are able to actually, like, oh, I want to DJ. And then get all the equipment and then they actually like do it and figure it out and start getting gigs did your dad teach you or did yeah. you just kind of pick it up naturally
1: yeah so he um i got a turntable in oh man or not a turntable, like a controller when i was 14 i think so it would have been like 2016 yeah and for christmas and it was this newmark ns6 which i still have here in my room even though they like stopped updating the firmware so i can barely use it even though it works fine um but which is i i could talk about that all day it makes me so mad but um yeah so he taught me kind of how to dj but um like initially which was like fun and then i was doing like high school um the high school dances and stuff in in halifax where we'd like bring out all the equipment and my dad would like drive me down and we'd have the speakers and the lights and like there was so much it was so funny it was so ridiculous like we'd bring all these huge lights and fog machines into like high school gyms and like Playing El Choppa and they'd everyone would be like, "Let's go!" It was it was crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, it was so much fun,
0: dude. I went to a Catholic high school, and we had dances as well. So if they were playing El Choppa, the dance would be shut down. Like if it was, and this was back in like probably like 2013, 2014. If they weren't playing like strictly Pitbull, or any other artist that yeah, was big no. at that time, Tayo Cruz,
1: wow, it was being shut down. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no Pitbull. Pitbull still is like. Like, I DJed the other, like, two weeks ago, and it was, like, a York law party, mm. and Pipple was the most requested artist by far. Are you serious? I swear to God. And that and um, Rich Baby Daddy by Drake. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Those two. the
0: Pipple in general and then Rich Baby Daddy. Well, Rich Baby Daddy is a pretty, it's a very Banger. catchy song. Banger. I could do Sexy Red's whole verse. I won't do it right Don't, now, dude. but I could. For the sake of keeping this show on air, I'm not going to do it but when we're off the air
1: I'll go bar for bar. Yeah, no, I will I uh, I can't wait to <laughs> to hear that happen in real life. That's going to be it's uh, going to be something to remember. <laughs> so you have
0: so many things that you do. Like there's so many things going on. I feel like and you're also a student full-time in your graduating year, correct? Yes, yeah. Graduating this year. How do you find being able to balance everything that you're doing? Because I have a very hard time. So what what's your process like in terms of balancing your personal projects future aspirations schoolwork, a
1: social life you know what i mean like yeah how is it for you dude it sucks i have no idea how to do it um excuse me i think i'm just like oftentimes flying by the seat of my pants and i'm like i don't know what to do next or like what the priority is or and oftentimes i find like my different avenues like will overlap that i'm working on so it's like i'll be working on one thing and i'll have an idea like a school project and then i'll have an idea that i could do with secretaries or with other like stuff that i work on so it's like i think one thing that's been helpful is trying to like the night before like be like okay like what are the priorities for like tomorrow and then like get better at time blocking and actually like being focused on one task at a time because i think that's my problem is i jump around and also like i think just being realistic with yourself and being like yo like you can't do everything because if you do everything you're gonna do them all okay but if you prioritize one or two things, then you're going to do those really, really well. And the other things will lack a bit, but that's okay because you made the choice. Right. So, yeah. And I still haven't really made the choice yet. But, like, I definitely think, yeah, still figuring that out, to be yeah. honest. But, yeah. In terms of making a choice, like, making a choice of what is, like, your like your your baby? Yeah, What what's going to be my focus? I think, like, it's always going to be secretaries. Right. Um, but I think I'm a big believer in... Secretaries is awesome, but it's, like, a long-term play for me just because, like, running a clothing brand is so not profitable for so long um, that, like—and it takes so much work to build up a brand that, like, people love as much or more than you do. And, like, that is—like, that's one of the hardest things you can do because you basically have to break into a world where there's already so much clothing out there and so many brands, and it's like, okay, like, what's my voice? And, like, why are these people going to love this brand as much as I love this brand? So I think trying to do that right now, right out of school, all the time, is going to be, that's a lot of pressure to put on a brand that is almost like, like, I think people, I've heard the expression or the comparison that brands are like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And, like, in human years, my brand is like, can't even, like, my my baby can barely crawl type situation. So it's like, I think for me, what I want to do is, like, work on jobs and put myself in environments, like, after school that I can, like, make money in and, like, meet as many people as possible in and, like keep building the brand alongside that because i know if i can manage it now if i just have like a job and then also secretaries i know i'll be able to like manage my energy and do both of those things so like yeah i think it's about like delaying the gratification on like secretary success for almost like as long as i can Mm -hmm. and like pay my time into like like the industry until that will eventually pay off um in the long run is kind of how i look at it okay so
0: so like in terms of At some point when you graduate, it's going to be very much like a a building block kind of process where you you have to have, like, your 9-to-5, but then secretaries will be, for a certain point, the
1: 5-to-9, and then eventually the goal is to make that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that, like, at the end of the day, like, um, it'd be great if it was my 9-to-5 right away. That would be, be fucking sick. But it's just not the reality, and I think that if I can put myself in a position from a career standpoint and like my actual nine to five to where like 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 the degree I have creative industry serves like secretaries and like will get me into roles that can can be that nine to five but also can speed run that network that you need to blow up a brand because I think that like if you work at a company that can give you like a bit more of like um a bit more legit like like a co-sign you almost. Like when I first started working for Addiedom here in Toronto, I think like that was a bit of a, that was a great co-sign for me. I could go into rooms and feel more comfortable about myself and people would take me a bit more seriously. Right. So it's almost like I want to work at a nine to five where people, where it's almost like a co-sign where it's like, okay, like this kid's kind of legit. Like he's kind of knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but he's someone that can be in this room. And I think then people start taking you seriously. Hopefully you can offer them something from that company you work at. So it's like, Oh, I can give you some shoes, or I can because it's a real company, and you're like can sell them some shoes, or whatever, and then that kind of builds a relationship, and then hopefully that relationship will serve secretaries down the road. I think is how I look at it.
0: And I feel like you, I, I did them. I mean, you're learning from people who are proven experts and doing exactly what you are trying to do as well, right? Yeah. No,
1: I mean those are those are the guys. They're the best. Like, yeah, I would not be doing any like what I'm doing now if I didn't intern there. Like, yeah, at all. How did you land that internship? <laughs> it's kind of funny. I just like was working at a restaurant and then it happened to be a restaurant right by where the founder, like Nico lives, one of the founders. And I was a host. So I like wore this stupid outfit and would stand at the front and like all these like Liberty village people would be like hammered and come up to me and be like, yeah. can I have a table for six? And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. And that was my job. But I would stand there and I was like by the outside. So then I would see Nico and all the guys like walking down the street and they'd be like headed to him And I was like, what? Mm-hmm what is this brand? I was like, this is sick. And then I met, like, and then eventually, like, through my friends, like, Jack and Nick, and a few other people, I got introduced to the brand, like, legitimately. And then just tried to start being around different events that they were doing, and tried to, like, like, my friend Daniel um, brought me onto a shoot, and he was shooting BTS, and he was like, yeah, no, this kid is my assistant for my BTS photography. So he just gave me this, like, shitty little digital camera, and he was like, just take photos. Yeah. And then I would just go try to, like, go be the pop-ups and stuff. And then, long story short, they ended up needing a product photographer, which I did not know how to do. And then my friend Nick was, like, um, who was already interning there um, because he had gotten a graphic design internship and just design internship there a few months before. was, like, oh, I have a friend who um, would be down to learn. (laughs) And then Nico was, like, for sure, like, I'll just shoot him a test. So then Nico sent me this, like, product photo, just texted me. And was like, oh, if you can edit this to look like this, and he sent me like what the finished photo should look like, and it was just the 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 actual photo was terrible. It was like all wrinkled, and like he kind of purposely made it like a little bit fucked up. And was like, if you can make this look like this, then and you have till Friday, like I'll give you a job. Oh, really? That's really cool. So he gave you it like kind of like a little challenge. Yeah, it was like a test. And like after I found Uh. out, he was like, yeah, like if you get above like a six, like I'll hire you. Uh, But he didn't tell me that at the time. So I'm like shitting bricks, and I was like, it took me so long. I, I think I worked on it for like. 20 hours it was one photo because at that point I barely knew how to use photoshop I was just like learning it yeah and um eventually like cobbled something together and he was like yeah okay like I'll give this like a set I remember the text it was so funny he was like yeah so I'll give this like a seven um he was like you probably could have done this this and this and that he was like so how did you do this and like once I explained the process that I think was what he was like good process we'll figure the rest out when you come to the office then I started working there because especially like what he kind of was prioritizing was kind of the vibe of the the because it's so small and the room is so small. Like they design around one table. Everyone's working at the same table. It's like at that point it was like every day it would be like five to eight people. It's a pretty like intimate environment. So if like you're not on the same energy as the people you're working with, it's really hard to build a creative brand. So I think that, um, even though I lacked in technical skills, I think that like I got along really well with everyone and kinda just fit in and like showed that I was willing to learn and then Nico was willing to like teach me how to take product photos and then from there it kind of snowballed so yeah and now i guess you know how to take your own product photos of i do That's yes. really good. but i still use their equipment because it's okay. a great setup well yeah so.
0: yeah i mean uh, yeah absolutely yeah especially you have that in so you're like hey can i come You. yeah can like, hey. like what i intern inter- for you yeah, for <laughs> yeah. You.
1: how long did that last for the internship you're not still doing it are you uh not really no um and i'm i, I want to be working out of that office more than I am now um because it's still fun to go in and like work yeah. out of that space and yeah. they're always super open to that and like That's I still awesome. try and help out and like talk to them when I can but honestly like this year has been like the least I've been able to help out um which sucked but I did it full on so this would have been not oh man what is the timeline here like January 2022 pretty much until like through school last year until like early this 2023 then I kind of faded out and then Started working on my internship that I was doing in the summer, which was like a different internship.
0: Yeah, um, that was in New York, right?
1: Yeah, that was in New York, which yeah. was which was cool. Um, that was like the first real like like uh, or not real. That was like an agency side, um, which was like a whole different perspective um, from a brand side because you're serving a, a, a range of brands. Um, and I honestly learned so much at that internship. I was like, wow, this is so cool, learning so much this summer. So, but the original one that kind of got me in everything was Adidem, and it kind of showed me like what's possible. And I like went to Europe with them for the first time and like. That was really cool Um, and just saw so much and how big you can go. And I was like, wow, this is so motivating. So, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And then so you travel with Adidam
0: and then speaking of traveling, going back to New York. I remember you telling me that New York was not as everybody expects it in terms of the fashion
1: industry. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, um, I think that. New York is like a heavily romanticized place, and I think that it's not the it's not the romanticized place that people think it is but it is a place to go if you're on like a mission like i'm not someone who's like oh i'm gonna live in new york forever it's mm-hmm. like it's just probably not gonna be me also i don't want to speak too soon like that might change yeah um, we could
0: cut this part out That's yeah off the
1: record. <laughs> yeah um but i would live in new york for a while um i just think it's like you got to go with like a mission because um, new york is like i think someone put it as like a rich adult playground um, to me. And I was like, that's so super true. Cause like the fun, yeah. I also was only there for like three months. So it's like hard to fully speak on it. But like my experience was, um, I'm there to work and like meet a lot of people. And like, I went and did that, but I was like lifestyle wise. I don't know if New York is like permanently for me. Um, just because it's, it's, yeah, it's tough. America can be tough. Um, yeah. And I think it made me, one thing I really grew to appreciate was the strength of like Toronto's creative community. Cause I was like, Pretty much anyone I know in Toronto that's, like, really on their shit could—it stands up against anyone that I met in New York. Just because, like, New York, especially younger—I don't know why, but I met, like, less younger artists there. I think maybe because it's so expensive. Um, Yeah, you kind of got to be a little bit older to be able to afford it, right? Yeah, people who were there were, like, already pretty, like— Established? Established. Um, But, like, yeah, like, I think that there's a lot of people doing amazing things here, and it made me, like, really appreciate Toronto more once I had left, which was cool. Do you find it to be more competitive in the fashion scene in New York
0: compared to Toronto? How do you see the scope of competition between both? Uh, this is kind of going to be kind of like two questions into one. I feel like I feel like the creative scene in Toronto is very supportive of each other. Does that compare to New York? Is is it competitive there, or do they support each other, want to collaborate?
1: What's the difference between the two dare, two, um, the two dare, the two dare. So I think, oh, sorry, hit the mic. I think okay. the main like difference with um, Toronto and New York is Toronto is like pretty open arms community. Like I would say, like I would say if you really want to get active and be involved, like it's, it's there for you to do. Like you might have to do a little bit of work to like find the people, but right. once you find those people, it's pretty open. I think that New York is a little more closed off. And I think that, I don't know why that is, but I think my experience, I was also, again, only there for three months. I think New York is a harder nut to crack than Toronto just because it's a way bigger city. Like, it's harder to figure out the landscape. And I think it takes a lot of, yeah, I'm allergic to those actually. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, like, I think New York is a city that takes time. And like, um, I don't think I gave it enough time to like fully get out of it what I would hope to have gotten out of it. Um, But I think I still met some like unreal people. Um, and was really like happy with who I met. But yeah, I think that like New York's creative community is like, is like, it's a bit more insular. Um, and maybe that's a byproduct of like it being more expensive there. Like, so there's more competitiveness just by, just for jobs. Like it's more competitive to get jobs. And then, yeah, I think also like there's probably so many people that move out to New York, like, like wide eyed and bushy tailed and like the more like jaded creative community like, and doesn't want those people around. I don't know, but um, yeah, I think that like, moral of the story is Toronto's creative community more open, really exciting. New York's creative community also exciting, harder to find and to infiltrate, or not infiltrate. Is maybe the wrong word, but become a part of. Yeah, get your foot in, get your foot yeah, in the door. Yeah. yeah. Who's waving?
0: Oh, it's Adrian. Hey, Adrian, and that's Drew with the V. <laughs> 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 what it is? I, know. I Do you, ever, you see his stickers on the... Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boy. That's yeah, funny. Yeah,
1: he just uh, yeah, sold a bunch of hoodies. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. did. The purple hoodies. Did you yeah. get one? Uh, I didn't. I missed out. But okay. um, next time. Yeah. Maybe when he does like a, like a teal hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> That's your bag? Teal hoodie? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Actually, it's
0: really not. I had a teal BMX when I was like 11. And I had a teal BMX when I was 11. I love that bike to death. And I was riding it down the street one day, and part of the the what's it called when you put your feet up the pedal, part of the pedal like cut off, so it's very sharp. and <laughs> this is a funny story. I think it's funny at least I don't care about any of um, I was biking and you know when you uh, there's the speed, it tells you the speed when you drive by. yeah, I was biking trying to like hit a hit a fast speed on the speed monitor thing. And I went to brake. You know, when you brake, you had to like pedal back. Yes. Like to, yes, s- like to stop yeah. the bike. So I went to go back and my foot missed and I cut all up my calf. Oh, and I harley. was like, yeah, I was bleeding a lot. I still have a scar to this day. I'm convinced I needed stitches. My parents were like a bandaid, two band-aids. It's fine. Yeah. And then, um, probably Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just drink a glass of water. And then, um, we, I rode my, I rode that bike into my friend's pool one day. Shout up Logan and Alex. And that was the last I saw of it. It's, oh, so it's just, it's not still in the pool, but that yeah. was the last time. I was like, I'm done with this bike now. Deep pool. It hurt me. Yeah. Deep pool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was a tangent.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that was awesome. I was super, I was <laughs> with it. I was pretty like into the story, you know? I was like, it's a lot of gore at the end. I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thrilling. I'm trying to expand my, my creativity, man. I'm trying to get more into the horror stuff. So I'm gonna <laughs> do a a murder mystery about a a broken BMX pedal one day, probably. Yeah, I know. I think I would tune into a sandbird murder nice. mystery. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Kit's gonna be the protagonist. He's gonna get murdered. Sorry, Kit. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I wanna touch on your modeling a little bit. Okay. Because <clears throat> I noticed one of your pinned posts on your Instagram is uh, featured in, in Vogue. It's a Vogue – you did a Vogue Runway, correct?
1: Yeah, so it was for um, a brand called Breeze Cooper. Um, yes, I saw that on your website. So, um, yes. Yeah. So he um, – yeah, he's a great designer, super nice dude. I ended up getting to meet him, which was cool. And then it was kind of full circle because this summer when I was doing the internship, we worked with his brand. So I was like, that was funny. I was like emailing him. He was like, yeah, it was funny. Um, and then – yeah, so I guess I, I did that runway. But it was funny how that happened because we were going so originally I was with Addie We were gonna we were all going as like a, a as a brand. Um, and we were gonna do an event, and then the event ended up like not happening that time, but it was like we still all went, which was super fun. Yeah. And like a bunch of my homies from Toronto, we all went up and it was so funny. So we got this like Airbnb. And it was like all kids kind of around my age and or our age. And they like so you get this Airbnb, and it was, like, three beds, but I think there was nine of us um, oh. staying there. So that, like, Yeah, that doesn't add up. Yeah, it, it was – because Paris was so fucking expensive. Yeah. So uh, I remember I was set up on the floor. I had a nice, like, setup. And, like, yeah, it was just, like, kind of a gong show. So we go to Paris, and then I had been working in Montreal for June. So, like, the other guys had gone to London, and then they were meeting me in Paris. Okay. So, like, we were meeting in Paris. So then my flight is, like, earlier in the day. Um so I land, like, early morning, like, seven, like 5 or 6 in the morning. And then the guys don't land until, like, 4 p.m. or 3 p.m. or something. So then there's only one guy that I knew. He was this kid from Montreal named Calvin who is awesome, and he's a model. So, But he's, like, fully signed out there. So basically the way modeling works, if people don't know, is basically you have a mother agent in whatever home city you're in. And then okay. if you want to work in another city, you basically need an agency in that city or country um, that would manage your bookings in that country. And then they each would like you basically lose the same 20% but then they split the 20% of your of your rate. Okay. And they only you only pay the agency once you get booked. Oh, that's, Anyways. Okay, so okay. He was a French citizen as well, so he had like an agency there and stuff, but he's he lives in Montreal. Really great artist, super nice guy. Shout out Calvin. Um, shout out Calvin. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, like let's link up." I was like, "For sure." So we link up around Paris and he knew some people there and like so then he was like, "I'm going to castings today." So the way that like Fashion Week works is like the few days before Fashion Week starts, Usually, it's like within the two weeks before, I think, I don't know if it's that long, but a lot of brands will do their castings. So, all the models go like a week or two early, and then they go to the brand castings. And you kind of wait in line with a bunch of guys who are like way more like super handsome. And you're kind of just standing there, like a little bit, like, whoa. I feel
0: like that's very intimidating.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It was, the, yeah, it was funny, too, because you could always tell which guys um, were Rick Owens models because they looked out of otherworldly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it was, it was hilarious. Um, and everyone's like, has, like, the same toe. It's, yeah, it's really funny. Everybody's like, doing the model face, sucking their cheeks in. Yeah, they're, like, in line. <laughs> the line's actually, like, really funny because hey, everyone's just kind of, like, chilling. Yeah. And, like, half the people are, like, mad normal. They're not even really into fashion. They just, like, got scouted to be a model. They're okay. not even really, like, vibe. They're just there to hang out. And, um, anyways, so I'm following him to these castings. And then, like, eventually we get to Reese Cooper. And because we had been talking on the walk, we were like, oh, like, who do you want to see this week? And we were like, oh, it would be fun to go to see Reese Cooper's show. And then like his agent texted him was like, Can you go to the Reese Cooper casting right now? And then we were like, Oh shit. So then we go to the Reese Cooper casting and I'm like standing there and I was like, I wonder if I can just get in line. Like they're not gonna say anything. Yeah. And then after like much back and forth and maybe like a slight stop at a bar for a beer for courage. Maybe we like, maybe. Yeah. No one's you know, it's fine. It's, I mean it's Paris. Yeah. You can drink. Yeah, been we. Yeah, we. So then <laughs> after a beer, we get in line and then just stand in line and then they, like, um, you go in, you sit down, and then they take you upstairs. And then upstairs, it was, like, a full, like, like, they were still sewing stuff for the show. They had, like, everyone's up there. All the clothes are up there. It was crazy. I was like, oh, this is, like, a movie, which is really funny. And then um, they had, like, the casting agency was, like, sitting. People doing the casting were sitting at a table on one end, and then the models who got called upstairs would, like, walk back and forth and, like, do their walk. Um, That's but so when intimidating. You, yeah, so when you walk in... And, like, Reese Cooper was there and, like, his whole team. And, like, I didn't – I just knew who they were. Wow. So I was like, oh, this is so cool. So then um you have to go up and, like, sign a form that is, like, your name and then your agency. <laughs> so – Oh. I was that, like – You didn't have I was an like, agency. Oh, okay, so I just wrote my Toronto one because I have one in Toronto, but it didn't but really, like – You can't really work. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like – and then this, like, this British guy, like, pipes up. I think he was British. Yeah, Anton. He was like, hey, man um, – what agency is that because he was like, we don't work with that agency and I was mm-hmm. like oh like it's Toronto one like I uh, I'm still looking for one here like I'm, I I just lied I was like yeah i am in talks with a few different ones here and he was like oh we are like which ones I was like oh you know like <laughs> I, I was like uh. from boys. <laughs> yeah I was like just random French yeah. names yeah anyways and then he just didn't he didn't let me answer and he was like it's fine just um do yeah. your walk so I like go and like stand off to the side and then I watch a few people do it and then I go to do it and I was like, okay, thanks for your time, guys. And then yeah. I'm, like, walking out. And then he stops, me, and he's like, oh, like, what's your Instagram? And then eventually I ended up getting a walk, which was, like, hilarious. So, like, me – and then when I was there, I dropped the pin to of where it was, the casting, because yeah. it's not, like, pu- like, that public information. So I dropped it. Because once I realized that they were not, like, strict on signed models, I, like, sent it to my group chat. Because <laughs> by then all the guys had landed, and I was like, if you guys want to come do yeah. this casting, like – and then a few of us ended up getting to walk. So three of us got to walk. That's so cool. Which was super fun. Yeah. Do you still like send it to like your ugly friends? Yeah, I just stunt on them. No, I don't have ugly friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
0: Shout out Liam. I know he's gassed up for that right now. Uh, speaking of Liam, um, I sent Liam a text earlier today. He knew you were coming on today, I think, and I asked Liam. I said, "Hey, I want to do this little thing, where I want to see how well you know Parker." So what I did was I asked Liam to give me some of your—I was like, what's his favorite this, this, and that? So, oh, Lord. So he gave me—I gave him a few options, and he gave me a list. And I'm still trying to figure out how I want to do this. If I want to do Liam said this, or if I want you to say this is the answer, and then I tell you what Liam said. Okay. Um, Kit, you decide. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Parker should give his answer first. Okay. That's what we'll do. And then right after you say your answer, I'll tell you what Liam said. Okay. Okay. Um, so um your favorite food. <laughs> uh oh, I'm trying to think what he would have said. Um It's 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 quite sweet what he said. It seems like there's some thought into it. There's some
1: thought in it, eh? yeah. Oh,
0: um Dude, I think my favorite food is pepperoni pizza, but I'm really curious what he said. Okay, okay, and he's not just like one-word answers. He's like, "Dear Sam," he off. He's like, "In terms of, in terms of homemade, a good old pasta with tomato sauce and nothing else, then make way too much and have leftovers for two days." Yeah, that's, that's real. accurate. That's real. I feel like pepperoni pasta. Uh,
1: pepperoni pasta. Pepperoni pizza and pasta are it's like the adjacent, same. Yeah, yeah. Same, like world, same Italian yeah. Italian cuisine. You know Yeah, no, I just keep it simple. You know, I just I think that what speaking of priorities earlier on the podcast, I think that like what I eat is like pretty low. As long as I'm fed, I'm pretty like Yeah. I'm good with it and fueled up and ready to go. So I don't really put much time. I try not to put much time in the cooking
0: that's good well I mean also I feel like agencies kind of tell you like hey don't eat for the next
1: three days right yeah yeah they're yeah. just like yeah yeah the funny is they'll be like yeah so no water tonight what are you serious <laughs> well sometimes my god I always drink water and sometimes yeah other things too before but
0: yeah maybe a beer I've told myself I'm like oh I, I don't want to get into modeling and then I'm like hmm I really want a piece of red velvet cake yeah so I'm like I'm not gonna do it then. yeah no I, yeah. okay and what was the next one I think uh how did I word it well, we kind of touched on this before, um, but I asked Liam, "Your favorite, <laughs> your favorite place to drop in Fortnite?"
1: Oh man, uh, he's gonna say Tilted Towers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he said he said Tilted because he thinks he's nice. Is this <laughs> yeah.
1: true? Do you think you're good at? I Fortnite? don't think I'm good, but I tell Liam that I'm good just so that like you know it's a little bit of like in apartment rivalry. I like to keep things like does you. I like-, like to live in a tense living situation. Oh, okay. Does he ever like let you play
0: with him, like and like join teams? How does it work, Kit? I do. You like, do you, are you on teams? How does it work?
1: You can play squads, but you need two different consoles. Yeah, and we only have the one. So we, what we do is we all sit around the four of us sometimes, yeah. and we just rotate. Oh, like when someone playing. dies. When someone dies. Yeah. Oh,
0: I used to do it with my brother all the time. We were playing GTA. But if you know my brother, you know that if he dies, he's playing again. Yeah, he's right? running it back. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. running it back. Are you yeah. younger? I'm older. Wow, and he was running the show. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And we used to play video games with my sister when she was very young. I'd say, like, six or seven. I used to play, like, NHL, um, or Chell, as they call it. I don't know. And we we had, like, <laughs> we had three remotes. One was always dead, consistently dead. So I would play, like, with my one friend, and then we'd give my sister the dead remote. And we just let her think that she was playing. Yeah. We'd like gas her wow. up. We'd be like, oh, my God, nice goal. And she was like going crazy. And we never told her that it was a dead remote. And I know she's not listening, so she's never going to know she's that. She's never going to know. No. You just, so. you could,
1: wow, so this is breaking news.
0: I'm. Yeah, this is breaking news. That's awesome. But, Ali, if you're listening. um, Sorry about it. I Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry about it. Sorry right about that. I asked Liam your favorite artist. Who's your favorite artist? Like music artist? Music artist, yeah.
1: Uh, I bet you he's, uh, Playboy Cardi. Okay. Or, who
0: Let's does go. That's <laughs> Is that your favorite too? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of nice. Um, no, he said Ice Spice, and then he said he <laughs> refers to himself as a munch. That's crazy. Also, he said Parker is also an undercover, no, he also undercover still listens to Lil Pump. Is this true? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. So, hey, you can, but, this like, is a
0: safe space, Parker.
1: Yeah, like, I think, you know... Lil Pump had a few like early like bangers like when he, like let's he keep did. it real like there was a couple the first well, oh man what Good was it gang. D Rose D Rose D Rose D Rose yeah. was crazy D Rose D- and then um, yeah Ice Spice is fire though I'm super super big fan oh yeah I'm definitely I'm a huge munch I'm not gonna go on the record and say that I'm a munch oh, but like either. people can read between the lines
0: yeah for sure no I'm a, I'm a capital M munch
1: okay I absolutely it. yeah and I'll say it <laughs> I respect the courage to like really oh, like into, like yeah
0: absolutely and whatever Dua Lipa's like. Little group term is I'm that too.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely. I definitely. I'm a leaper. Fire. Did I just make that? Yeah. I wonder what she calls her fans. I'll, I'll write that down. Yeah, in the notebook. <laughs>
0: Please. Yeah. yeah. At 5:51, Sam said he's <laughs> a. What's the Dua leaper term? I asked Liam, "Your favorite vacation spot." He kind of gave two answers, but what's what's your answer? Wait, is that what we're doing? Parker's first, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Favorite vacation spot. Oh, my God. Um, like It could be vacation. It could be travel. It could be t- anything uh, else. I mean, Paris was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Halifax is always fun to go back to. That's crazy. That's two for two right there. Really? He said Paris
0: because clothes or going back home because bro loves Halifax. Yeah, real. Damn. Looks <laughs> yeah. like he knows you. He knows you. There. He got one, <laughs> yeah, out, that's of them, twit, that's one out of them right so far. And then, I feel like this is a given. Um, uh, Favorite clothing company? Secretaries. Yeah. Yeah, no hesitation. That's what he said as well. Come on, best man in the world. Yeah. He said Secretaries, and then all-time, I don't know, I can't understand his grammar here. All-time, money, no object, probably like Bottega, Vendetta. Oh, yeah. If I had infinite money, my
1: closet would be Bottega and Acne Studios. Oh, oh i like acne studios yeah great i always found the name a bit weird you know yeah through it throws people off for sure but i feel like, like that's part of it yeah no definitely part of the appeal i feel like luxury should feel a little bit like mm. like different it's like oh it's a little bit like yeah avant-garde different what are some like those big red boots uh mischief yeah is that what that is yeah it's like a they're like an art group they're not really a clothing company oh, so they okay. do like Art statements, but it's also like how many statements can you make on consumerism where you make a bunch of money off of it before it stops becoming art and starts becoming just a reg, like a company profiting off of I don't even know just shady fashion. But would you say those boots were successful? The company was successful. Yeah, they were, they sold like a, yeah they definitely were successful. Um, and they've done other like art projects that are pretty funny. Like I think they were the one that did that car where, um, car where. Car. Um, <laughs> Where <laughs> the car at the bar? It was, like, one key, but, like, anyone – I don't remember how it worked, but basically a bunch of people could unlock the car and drive it. So they oh, just really? left it. They let it go in New York, and, like, a bunch of people who had the app could, like, unlock the car oh, and, and drive it, and it was, like, so one fun. car. Yeah, they had this whole, like, art thing. That was cool. Um, I remember seeing that, but – and they've done a few other things. They did these, like – yeah, they do. so They did a collab with – I think it was them that did the Lil Nas X shoe that got, like – and people were like, oh, he's a devil worshiper. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter did, is Twitter did not ridiculous. like. Sorry, X did not like that. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, I, but yeah, real real X people liked it though.
0: Yeah, true. If you put Twitter in your search bar, it'll still like, it'll take you right to. Yeah, fuck
1: X. I'm yeah. not calling it. that.
0: All my homies hate X. Yeah, I've, yeah, Twitter. But not XXX X Do you remember where you were when he died? No,
1: I feel like I have no idea. But like, <laughs> I don't like the rest of peace. Do you, kid?
0: I remember where I was. I was eating a tuna melt with sweet potato fries. No clue. I asked you today, uh, what did I, I said, do you remember where you were when this person died? Who was it? Um, it was like literally on our walk to school. Do you remember? I thought it was X.
1: Nah. The only person I remember where I was where, I, where was Kobe. That was the only yeah. person yeah. I remember where I was. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. Because I was at volleyball practice. And really? I thought my coach was like, I don't know, playing like weird mind games. I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like,
0: <laughs> coach, this, this isn't going to get us ready for this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah, I was on the toilet. Damn, I didn't need to say that. Yeah, I said to pee. What about it?
1: Okay, I also asked Liam, uh, "Who's your favorite roommate?" Wow, that's crazy. Um, after this, uh, I think after I think it changes every week. This week's favorite roommate is Liam because we were vibing this weekend. There we go. He said that's a layup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So wow, he three for five.
1: See, like, he, pretty good. He knows you 60%. And he was right about the pasta. It's not my favorite food, but it's definitely that's my most cooked meal. Yeah, it's so easy. It's so convenient. It's out of pocket. I, yeah. I really should maybe like. No, I'm allowing it. I'm okay. co- Yeah. Fuck it. Pasta every day. It's so easy. Yeah, well, you'll
0: carb up in that sense. Where was, was your favorite easy. place to land in Fortnite? Tilted. Tilted. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. So maybe he was He might have been four for five. Oh my God. no, no, he got because he said Ice Spice. No, so he was four for six. Yeah. Also,
1: like, Ice spice like, that's hilarious. So, yeah. I'm yeah. giving him a half a point on that 4.5 out of yeah. six. Much, 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 much. Kit wanted me to touch on this. I heard <laughs> you play intramural basketball. Oh, yeah. We have a, we have a, we have a, we have a good squad this year, you know? Um, yeah. And you're in the playoffs. Somehow. Not somehow. It's because we have Owen and Ian. Uh, Liam's calling me, so. Liam's calling uh, uh, into this Yeah, we're going to put him live on here.
0: Uh, hello. Wait, hold up. What? You know, three for five, but just know I got two for two on two of the questions that were only worth one mark. So with bonus marks, I got like five for five. No, nah, I think you. I think technically <laughs> that makes you five for six. No, because I got marks that didn't even exist.
1: Oh, really-
0: this is my show, bro. You got. It, exist, it was a one mark question. <laughs> And I got Paris and Halifax, and I got Secretaries and Bottega, one hundred percent. Wait, you might have like hundred and ten percent then. Oh God, I want that on, it, on I want that on the record. Say it. Oh, you're answering right now. Wait, hold on. What? Oh God. Oh, are you watching the stream right now? Yeah, I'm watching the stream. Why are you watching? The, you're more live just being. Yeah, okay. you're crazy. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hang up now. Okay, bye.
1: Electric Colin from crazy. Liam. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> he's a he's a big part of our intramural uh team too, you know. Liam's definitely like a guy who can come alive. Yeah. Uh but from randomly from 3. Owen carries the squad. Yeah, Owen and Ian, um Owen I think one game this is a pretty good example. Um Owen dropped I think we had 49 points as it as a squad. Um and Owen had 44. <laughs> 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 and uh this kid jack had five points he had the most egregious egregious like insane three-point like mad confident just came out just whopped a three good it was awesome for jack yeah no definitely jack's definitely heart of the team
0: good we have two minutes left here uh parker um can you sum up in one minute where you see secretaries
1: five years from now uh, Secretaries, five years from now, is going to be a physical place. It's going to be a bar or a club. Um, hopefully, I'm thinking dance bar, um, like bar upstairs, club downstairs. Um, and like, that's able to bring in like really fun house DJs and dance DJs um, into Toronto. Um, and I think from a clothing perspective, like I'd like to be able to have the brand everywhere. Um, and just see it when I'm walking down the street being like, that's pretty cool. Um, and then from like, yeah, from like a an event perspective, like having my own venue and like putting on like big events. Um, I know it's like kind of broad, but like one goal I had this year is bringing in DJs from other cities and kind of running like, um, th- like dance nightlife events. Cause I think that Toronto could go for more like house music and like dance music functions. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so those are kind of like. I guess some of my big goals is yeah, like seeing it everywhere, seeing the brand everywhere, and getting like, like a million orders would be cool. That's um, And then yeah, having like a physical secretary's bar and club here, because um, that's a very like full circle moment. And then I want to have my dad DJ the inaugural party at the new. That's crazy club. That's so that's full octagon right there. Yeah,
0: come on. Forget a full circle, bro. That's full octagon. New shape. Have you seen? Have you seen
1: secretaries in the street? Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you seen someone wearing it yet? No, never. Um, I've definitely, like, worn it a bit in Halifax and gotten, like, a few looks from, like, yeah. um, people who would be, like, in their 50s, like my dad's age, who are like, hmm, that name rings a bell. Yeah. Because um, I, I had to, like, go and search for the name. I did a bunch of research on, like, there's, like, a Facebook group, and it's, like, old bars and clubs in Halifax, and it's all, like, people being like, oh, I went to this spot in this year. and like, Yeah. There's a video online of the old club, too. Very cool. Well... When you open the, uh,
0: the spot, we'll be there on opening day When Hell you're yeah. cutting the ribbon uh, Parker, thank you so much for coming on today, man We uh, really appreciate it
1: Thanks for having me Anytime,
0: Glad. anytime uh, We will see you next week on Birdcore I'm Sam Bird, that's Kit Corsini He said more today, and we're proud of him And we Yay. love him Let's go. Parker, thank you again We will see you next week, everybody Later It's like a dream of mine satirous, to sure. completely blow out And like have to restructure my knee
1: We've communicated yeah. And said, you know what? Lion tastes good Let's go get some more lion. Cindy, the TV's leaking.
0: McLovin.
1: Yeah. Today is Thomas Cup's birthday, and this is Project X. Yo.